this is how this is me and Tammy Dude, Brown's relationship, Mary, right? One day, hey, what are you doing today? Going to the movies? Oh, me too. What are you going to see? Downton Abbey. Oh, Melody, what are you going to see? Rambo. <laughs> so true. Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. Together, we're cultivating real conversation, real community, real lives. Join Tammy Brown and Melody Workman of Sandals Church as they discuss real issues and empower women to cultivate truth, live out their faith, and connect with a community of kindness. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. We have a super special episode for you today because we know what's... As opposed to all of our other <laughs> really this special episodes. This is just episodes. more special. It's like specialer. It's more special. It's called the Holiday Edition Whew. because we're going to talk about how you can be your best self around the people who probably don't bring out the best in you that you're about to spend mm. a lot of time with over the next several weeks. Not that, not that I'm trying to be up in your business because maybe you love your family, but Tammy did some polling and there's people oh who goodness. clearly don't. <laughs> I asked probably 35 people <laughs> Yeah, in the last 48 hours, like, hey, tell me about <clears throat> what the like holidays for you. I was leaning towards like, how, how does your Enneagram style play out in the holidays? Right. The number one family feud surveyed answered said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, family. family. So I was like, I don't think that's an Enneagram thing. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> universally just a thing, I think. Well, I think there's a lot about the holidays that can challenge us, mm-hmm. things that we struggle with. But since we're wrapping up the series at Sandals Church called Relational Remix, which has been all about the Enneagram, and since we have the Enneagram expert on our podcast already. It's not a big deal. I mean, the, the debrief <laughs> has borrowed you, but you belong to us. I was just <laughs> you were just moonlighting with them. <laughs> <laughs> we're not offended that you cheated on us. Um, Sorry. But we thought it would be really great to break down every Enneagram Mm -hmm. style and really talk about as you go into the holidays and you know there's going to be triggers, be it family, be it crowds, be it spending, be it your mother-in-law, whatever that trigger is, just because knowing ourselves and understanding how we relate to ourselves and how we relate to others is so crucial and how we can be the best versions of ourselves. It's just a really interesting lens to look through of how does your style come out in those kind of situations? Right. right. And as I did talk to several people and did some research and just thought through it, um, it, it's, I just think it's interesting to see how our personality and the way we're wired does come oh, yeah. at different things like the holidays. I mean, the holidays are such a mixed bag yep. of joy and stress and sorrow for people and angst. So I think it'll be fun to talk through how that kind of plays out for each of the styles. Yeah, I, I'm excited to to break it down. And, and here's our heart for you in this. It's not that this is going to solve all of your problems. It's not going to make that family member less annoying or less drunk or however they show up at your house. <laughs> but it's going to help you, we hope, learn how to function really well mm-hmm. in those settings that you know are probably on their way but also just that self-awareness to go oh i i probably do bring this into the holiday Mm -hmm. and however that might adversely affect you during that time yeah going into it knowing that i mean maybe it will help you relax a little more enjoy the season a little more enjoy others a little more give yourself grace a little more so i think it it will be kind of a fun 
way to just take a little more self-awareness for all of us into the holidays. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited to jump in. So let's just start with uh, the one style. Is that what you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the Enneagram expert. So I'm going to be like, let's talk about them once. (laughs) (laughs) The perfectionist. Yes. The perfectionist. So what what Tammy's basically going to do is she's going to break down. Here's things that you may struggle with, or here's things that may really challenge you with your primary style. And then she's going to give you some tips, some tricks and tools to really help you kind of go into this thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, here's how I might navigate those struggles or triggers. Cause I know that they're probably coming. So well, let's talk about the perfectionist. I have a lot of perfectionists in me. Like my primary style is for sure a loyalist. Mm-hmm. Fear is what I'm driven by. Um, and loyalty, but I my next highest Enneagram influence is for sure the perfectionist. So I can resonate with this one so much. But the perfectionist is the person. Here's what here's what the perfectionist brings to the world that is so necessary. They can look at a situation, in this case, let's say the holidays, and go, man, if we did this or this or this, this could be better for everybody, mm. which is such a necessary part of humanity. Um, the downside of that is nothing's ever perfect. Mm. And so the angst that you can see how that can play on to people of having the standard of perfection and always falling short Mm -hmm. just makes such a hard way of living. And so as pertains to the holiday, here's some ways that I've talked to people and I've researched and just knowing what I know about the perfectionist about how this can probably make the holidays maybe a little wonky for you going into them. So... Those perfectionists out there just, you know, you have a need to control um, because control, if you're in control, then you can make make it rise to the standard. You can make it perfect. Right. Yep. Um, and when you release control to others, it it's probably not going to be done the right way. Remember? I mean, they're going to try their best. There's but... right and wrong for perfectionists, <laughs> yeah. right? And so, and when someone, when you, when we release control, speak from me, because I have a lot of one me, when we release control to others, maybe it's not done as good, which makes us angry Mm -hmm. because it's not right. Yeah. That's how that anger, that core center, the one plays in there. But this can go as far as like how you decorate your house. Mm. I remember when my girls were little, the house was like a mausoleum, like all the decorations. Don't touch that. Don't play with that. Don't. My, and my girls will tell you to this day, I didn't know I was going to say this till this second. <laughs> they knew that after they left, I redecorated the tree. <laughs> and when they got in high school, they were like, We're, why do you even want our help? You're going to redo it when we go to school tomorrow. <laughs> that broke my heart mm. is the truth. And I have been, since the girls have been in college, I've been working on like, nope, it, I just want it to be whatever. Because I was like, oh, it has to be space just right like our house was like a model home that people didn't actually live in Mm. and when my kids voiced that to me years later i realized what how much joy i had robbed them of yeah of like no it has to be just perfect Mm. um instead of us having the fun of decorating the tree or doing things together so for the ones out there here's what i want you to remember here's what i try to remember that life is messy people are messy holidays are messy, family is messy, um, but that's real life. Mm-hmm. And so for the ones out there, here's what I recommend is, is go into it telling yourself 
that part of getting the holidays right is going to be for you to relax a little bit, Mm. for you to let some stuff go, for you to put down having everything to have to be perfect in the right place, looking the best um, so that you can enjoy this season. And I remember feeling that way, getting to the end of the season and like, oh, this was up just perfect. And now I just have to put it away and and missing it. Mm-hmm. Ones, if you're spending all your time trying to get the holidays perfect and making everyone else feel like they better get it perfect too, you're going to rob yourself and them of joy. So you're going to want to relax. You're going to want to just go into it saying, I know things are going to be messy and that's okay. Yeah, You need to give yourself grace when you don't get it perfect and give others grace for not getting it per- perfect. And that's your gift to others mm-hmm. is to say, this holiday can be messy and flawed and but we're together and we're going to enjoy it and yeah. and I think you're you'll have a better holiday season. I love that. And I also love the fact that not only are we going to talk about what will help, you know, mm-hmm. the ones and and everybody else, but also um how to love the ones in your life over the holidays because oh, yeah. the truth is wanting things to look nice or wanting wanting your home to be a place that people want to come mm-hmm. because you've made it nice. That's a genuine, that's a genuinely good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's got to be balance in there somewhere. It is until your actual family who lives there feels like they, they can't, can't actually live, live yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where it goes. It's like beautiful, but also yeah, feels like they can't. You know, one of the things that ones can struggle with in the holiday season is they, they have an internal need to get it right. So they feel like they need to be the perfect mom, Mm. wife, daughter, sister, have the perfect events, get it all right for the holidays. And so as they're already bringing that in, um, how you can love the ones in your life is to help make sure you're carrying your own weight. Mm. Like, how can I help mom? How can I help? Yeah. Ones have a list, the impending list. Like, what are some things on the list, mom, I can do? Ones need to release some of those things and let the kids do it so that they can start learning how to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they can start learning how to make it perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if they never get a chance to learn how to become little perfectionists, because <laughs> you won't let them. Um, I'm sorry, I'm speaking from my own experience. But carry your weight. Ask ones how you can help with the list so that they can relax. relax. Yeah. And then as a gift to a one, potentially like a spa or something relaxing for them that will force them to to go relax and, yeah. and stop the list for a little bit because it puts them on the list. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, let's talk about the two, which is the helper. I'm sure that the holidays, um, especially for the two, are both awesome and exhausting mm-hmm. because it's they love to help. They love to give. They love to serve. And yet um, there's probably some things in there that they really struggle with or things that like, service triggers mm-hmm. when there's so many needs to be met around the holidays. Oh yeah. For the helper, the helpers are those of um, you out there that you just see needs and you actually get joy on meeting them. Mm-hmm. Now here's what the holiday season brings though. Every kind of campaign like canned food drive, the giving trees, operation Christmas child, decorate your church, feed the homeless, your kids' school stuff, like all of the needs. Yeah. Um, and you genuinely want to help meet all those needs, 
but it's more, you're already, your, your life is already full of helping meet needs. Mm. Then it's the needs of your family. Your, so want twos during this time, can, the angst can come in, the overcommitment. Mm-hmm. And so twos need to be super mindful to not do so much that they're completely exhausted and spent yeah. for the people closest to them and just for themselves to enjoy the holidays, mm-hmm. to enjoy that time with family, to enjoy the experience of, of all the different holidays and the events that come because they, they're they so busy doing and that's when that resentment and mm-hmm. that bitterness comes in of like, look at the pride, look at everything I've done. Yeah, Nobody else is doing all this because remember, you are driven by seeing needs and meeting them and helping them. Not everybody's driven by that. And so we have you guys have to be careful to not um, let that pride come in and, and all the good, and it's good things, all the good things you're doing. The other thing I would say for twos is to be very careful um, in this season. And again, two is my third highest. So I, I have, I bring some of this to the table as well. But of, uh, um, doing everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. I talked about this a little bit, but I would do that, especially when my kids are little for my family, like I'll make every dish, all whatever. Um, and here's a couple things that I have some regret about is mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys have fun today. I'll cook all of Thanksgiving myself. Mm-hmm. Well, now I have a 22 and a 21 year old who don't know how to cook Thanksgiving for their family yeah. or even be a part of it. Not that they have to do that. So twos, here's what I want to say. Don't enable or be codependent. Mm-hmm. Bring people into the helping with you, especially your kids and your family, because what what you're going to be doing, I'm speaking to women primarily here, but is you're helping them know, learn how to do this and and how to help and how to do the things required to put the holidays on. If you're doing every single thing, you're robbing your family of learning that. You're robbing them of the joy that comes from helping and serving in that way. And so that's something you want to be really mindful of. Um, I think it's, I think it's good too for, for, for choose to hear that over the holidays that, your best yes might be a no. It might be let someone else be mm-hmm. the room mom. Now they ain't gonna be me because <laughs> I got no two and I I don't know what to bring and it makes me angsty and gives me like anxiety. But there, I think I think it's the whole if I don't do it, no one else will mentality. Yeah, that that really robs other people of opportunity. So if you can't run the food drive and the 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 school luncheon and the this and yeah. the that maybe there's someone else and there's an opportunity for them and your best yes being a no opens up that opportunity yeah. for them. having boundaries on what you're saying yes to for the two in the holidays is so so important yeah pick the few things bring your family to get on board so that you can do you can help in one way really well instead of a whole bunch of ways sort mm-hmm. of Mm. half done you yeah. know um how to love if, if you have some significant people in your life who have a lot of two in them they're they are the helper here's some things that um we want you to remember is asking them how you can help them mm. they're gonna want to wrap every present do every single thing say like how can i help you would it be helpful if i wrapped all the presents for this would it be helpful if i did the target run give me the list of what you want in your operation christmas box Mm. to remember that they have needs too yeah or hey i know you're super busy um packaging all these 
stuff. Can I make dinner this night to remember to help meet their needs? Yeah. Um, That's what we all have to do for the twos in our life is remember while they're out meeting everybody else's needs, it's our, like we have a place in their life to help meet their needs. Yeah. Um, And remember that when twos do say no, like you said, your best yes is a no. Here's what we want to encourage people in the lives of two. A way to love your two during the holidays is to respect that boundary because it's so hard for a two to say no. Yes. That when they do, you need to remember the angst that they went through to Mm -hmm. say that to you Mm -hmm. and how healthy that is for them to do. Yeah. And to honor and respect that. Yeah. And I think it helps them steer away from, you know, feeling resentful because they end up doing everything. Mm -hmm. Um, if we don't ask them to do everything, we're yeah. helping them. Yeah. We're helping them be be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a gift for a two, um, what I would say for that is this is, I don't have a recommendation for that, but I think one of the best things you can do for the helper in your life is to know them mm. and know their needs. So if you know they're super stressed, get them a massage. If you know... Because they see everyone else's needs and try to meet them. I think something personal, which is going to be unique to to every person who's a two in your life. But look at them. Look what they're going through. What what could a need they have? Is it a day away? Is it out to dinner gift card? Is it like how can you help meet a need for them Mm. as a gift special to them so that they feel seen? These are the people who see everybody else. If you have a two in your life that you love, it's your job to see them. That's great. For your gift. That's great. And maybe the gift is partnering with them mm-hmm. to meet another mm-hmm. need, you know, like I'm in this yeah. with you. Um, all right. Let's talk about the three, which I'm not <laughs> married to one though. Three is my second I'm like, highest. You can, we- you can win, Mel. <laughs> you can win, Matt. I'll just be over here cheering for you. Um, but talk about what some triggers might be f- for the three um, and and then some ways to move forward. For threes, you guys are the achievers. Um, you wanna, you want things to be successful. You want to win. You're gonna lead. Couple things for a three, and it's interesting as I'm thinking through this about how it might look a little bit, not in every case, but a little bit differently for men than women. Yeah. Um. Of course, that's not universal to be able to say, but for um, I thought about Matt, and I actually asked him about this. Like, hey, tell me about what when you think of the holidays and maybe how your achiever comes into him for him, he wants the event, the day, whatever the day is to be a success. Mm. And what that looks like is um, the people around him, like appreciating. Yeah. Whatever, like how hard he worked to make money to provide if we're on a trip or a day or the gifts given or whatever. He wants it to be a success of everybody's getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him, it needs to be an, a success. Where that can go sort of sideways for a three is threes are very image conscious. Mm-hmm. And so they might miss the event because they're putting on. Yeah. They're putting on a persona of I have it all together or I... I, I want this to look really good from the outside. That that might be a way it plays in for women, especially on social media. Mm-hmm. The staged family picture, the the staged, the perfectly presented package of everything Christmas look for. The you know, to make sure that you're not putting on a show for Christmas mm. or for the holidays, not just for Christmas, but that you're actually there and yeah. you're present. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things for for achievers too that I would say, and this can be for men or women, but it's one I think about for men is um, 
say no to work, mm-hmm. put your laptop away, don't check your emails, let that stuff go. This season comes and goes so quickly. You're saying that to me right now. <laughs> that, I'm feeling convicted. Um, be with your family, be really present. Yeah. Don't go, well, but I have to, and I, I'm not saying you don't have to get things done, but achievers usually do stuff off the clock, mm-hmm. off the, you know, when it's after hours. Don't miss your family in this time. And I'm going to say this especially to people with, if you have young kids at home, because that season, although it's the slowest (laughs) in some days, it goes by so fast. Yeah. Don't miss that special time. Be with your kids, be with your family, be with your adult parents. Mm -hmm. They won't always be around. Yeah. Close your computer, get off your phone and just be present for the three um, I think think it's super important. No, I agree. I mean, three is one of my highest. um, And I think one of the decisions that I made last year was to purposefully not scroll Mm -hmm. um, during some of those special moments. And I also chose not to post. Like, because I think the thing about being present really goes to, I'm present in this moment, regardless of how it looks because it's not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's just for us. Mm -hmm. It's how my kids remember the day. It's how, you know, my, my husband is a great cook. So he cooks most, he cooks every Christmas and I'm not, I'm not fighting him. (laughs) I'm like, okay, (laughs) you be a blessing. Um, But that just means mess. And that Mm -hmm. just means kind of things everywhere. And I have to, I have to like remind myself not to clean up every dish and Mm -hmm. and move everything away just so everything looks, but to just kind of sit and savor the chaos of it, Mm -hmm. because that's really the experience that is most, is most special to the whole family. They remember gifts, but it's really the memories and the experience. And as our kids get older, when they, when they talk about past Mm -hmm. Christmases, they rarely talk about that time you got me the, it's like, remember when we went to, remember Uh when we did that? And those are moments for them. We don't have to make our moments for everybody else. Mm-hmm. They can just be for us. And I want to challenge other high threes like me to be content with having moments that no one else ever knows about. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the other day I said something and I said, what do you think about that? My husband's like, it's really good. He goes, and you don't have to post it. I was like, you know what? I need you to stop telling me what to do. <laughs> But it was a good reminder. I asked you what you thought, Adam. I didn't ask for your direction. (laughs) Right. Um, But that's really good. Like moments are special and precious Mm -hmm. and good. And sometimes just for us. Mm -hmm. So one of the things when I was asking different people who have a lot of um, achiever, the the high three in them, is like what feels angsty about the holiday. And they said... um, a stress for them can be they want to give the best gift. Mm. Like they want to be the, they want to win at being the best gift giver to people. (laughs) It's a competition. (laughs) But they said another angst is they have a hard time faking when they receive a gift they don't like. (laughs) And it was so funny to me to hear every three from different ages, different people who don't know each other say that same thing of like, I hate when I don't get a gift that I think was the best for me and I can't (laughs) fake it when I open. I was like, that is so funny because you know, that's Matt Brown. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Matt Matt would rather not get a gift. Yeah. Honestly, he's like, and so, and it's not, he's not like snooty or snobby or anything. It's just, he doesn't need it. Yeah. So unless it's going to be something awesome, <laughs> don't get it for him. <laughs> so for the threes in your life, um, I would say, 
I think it's okay for a three, and I'll just throw this out there again because it's yeah. my highest. Ask them what they want. Uh, 100%. What do you want? <laughs> like, I, I'm not in this guessing game with my husband where it's like, you didn't give me what I wanted. I'm like, I'm going to tell you. It's on page 16. <laughs> the, this was I a game changer it. for Matt and I yeah. in our marriage. When I would buy him what I wanted him to have. Yeah. One year I bought Matt, <laughs> like, a flannel and those, like, um, yellowy orange, like construction boot boots. They were like cool in the nineties. Okay. <laughs> Can you picture Matt Brown wearing these like no. lumberjack boots? No. <laughs> I was so upset too <laughs> that he didn't love them. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing though. If you're married to a three female male, like if it's your husband, if it's your wife, it's whatever, um, or if important, Ask them what they want yep. and get that. That's yep. winning for them. It's winning for you. Yeah. That's how Matt and I operate now. I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? He already told me. Some days he's like, I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. Your gift to me, Tam, this is what he said a few years ago, is you not spending any more money on me. <laughs> That's your gift to me is that you're not spending. I'm like, done. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like two days ago, he goes, you know what I want for Christmas this year? I'm like, please tell, tell me. me. Yeah. He wants a pair of Lululemon joggers. <laughs> Not the like workout material ones, the like cozy like sweatpants. And just an FYI, that's for Tammy to get them in case you're listening and want to love your no. pastor. Just well, like- I mean, you guys can get them. Just <laughs> DM me so we don't both get them. But, <laughs> but we know someone who works at Lululemon who can pair Lululemon. But I'm like to him, that's like a nice brand. Yeah, it's, it's like a little special, wants. and it's what he wants. Yep. And so I'm like, done, done, yes. and done. Yesterday, I already contacted the person I know who works there who gets the discount. I'm like, hey, could you hook me up with a pair of, yep, Lululemon sweats? Like, so that's the gift for your three. Mm-hmm. Ask them, ask them what they want. That, that's the win. You're. It's speaking right to my heart. Yeah. And, and I've I've even gotten to the place where, um, I I gave this advice to someone who is newly married a few years ago and the guy was like super stressed because he was like i don't know what to get her and i'm like have you asked her he's like no because then it'll be like i don't know her i was like listen i'm gonna tell you something and i want you to tell her something okay you can save a lot of fights if you just have this conversation right now you are not a mind reader and of course learn your spouse and know them and all that stuff but at the same time when it comes to spending money especially when you're newly married and you may not have a lot you want to get the gifts that matter the most. Yeah. So just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't do that either earlier. And I was like, I'm going to surprise you. And then he'd be like, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I do that for like Matt it. now. I'm not a three though, but I'm like, I'd like this and this. Yes. Thank you. Please yes. and thank you. You want to know why? Because we believe in happily ever after. <laughs> That's why. Here's the thing though. If you have threes in your life, this is what I want to recommend. Um, a win for them. The three wants to feel successful. So... This is such a good opportunity to thank them, mm. probably verbally. A lot of threes don't like the handwritten. <laughs> 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 We're not going to name any names, <laughs> Matt Brown. But <laughs> what makes Matt feel like a success is when his kids go, Dad, thank you so much for the life you've provided, mm-hmm. for the hard work you do. Yep. For th- Then he feels like I've been a success for my family. Yep. Just and it's just words. There's no money spent there, right? Because he's already spent all the money. It's just the recognition. (laughs) It is. It is. It's the pointing out. Here's the ways that you are successful. Mm -hmm. You're a good dad. You're a good husband. You're a good coworker. You're a good friend. Um, That's a way to help threes feel yeah loved during the holiday season, especially. So so good. Well, let's talk about the four, which the individualist. Yes, I'm raising a a high four, and you have one. So. 
Um, I'm going to learn a lot from this and, and probably take notes. But for the fours who special is just the word that goes along with, with them. So how do we... How do we love them well? What gives them angst? What are triggers for them? And what are some of the tools and and tips that they should hear about being their best self? Well, fours are the individualists. They just, they the thing that they do that's so incredible is they see beauty in the world where other people miss it. And they do make the world more beautiful. Mm-hmm. They have a need for uniqueness. Um, and they, they're typically very creative people. Yep. So for fours, holidays are actually... Um, a special time to get to like decorate in an, yes. for that season in a little different way and bring their own flair to things and um, kind of create beauty mm-hmm. for the season. So they do that really well. Um, here's what I would say to fours out there is your emotions are up and down. You, you have all the emotions, which w- we love and we need, but um, I don't know the best way to say this. So I'm just going to say it people, but the holidays in themselves come with a lot of drama. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that you're not bringing an extra dose to that. <laughs> because let me tell you, everyone being, remember we started off talking about how everyone was like, family. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. that's all the drama that a room can usually handle. Yep. And so making sure that you're like being mindful of your contribution or mm-hmm. not to that mm-hmm. um, in that way. Um, fours can see the beauty in everyone else and struggle to see it in themselves. That's mm. where that envy comes in for the four of like, I'm envious that I see this very special quality in you that I don't see in me. Mm. So fours are always to be in the pursuit of gratitude. And so um, it was funny because I actually called Kennedy and asked her like, hey, how do you think as a four, like, what what do you think about holidays? How does it play in? And it was interesting to see about... Um, what she said, she said, I find myself in the current holiday reflecting back on past holidays because, you know, fours, the individualists tend to be past focused Yes, on remember that Christmas when, mm-hmm. and it, those events always become bigger and better after the fact. Yeah. And what we laughed about is how like on whatever Christmas she was like, oh, that Christmas was the best. Even on that Christmas that she's reflecting back on, she wasn't present then mm. because she was reflecting back again. Yeah. And this Christmas when she's reflecting back, she's missing the one we have, which in three years from now might be the best one she ever <laughs> remembers. So that so for Forrest to remember to have gratitude for the people in your life, the traditions in your life, the seasons in your life, mm-hmm. and to work on being present yeah present in this moment here's what i'm grateful for now Mm -hmm. this season in this gift or whatever um so it's a time for fours too i that i when i asked them of like things they love is like getting to dress festive for the holidays or the season which yeah for me i'm like i don't ever want to do that which is funny because I'm dressed for a holiday today. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm already like, what am I doing? I'm going to have to take a nap after just wearing a holiday sweatshirt today. But um, for fours, like that's just a fun way to even change up how they get to dress to be more seasonal. Mm -hmm. There's events to go to. Um, Fours tend to have an angst at the holiday. And here's why. Fours work really hard, individualists, to see other people and think, I'm going to do this very special thing to make this person feel special. Yeah. 
It's similar to the way the two, the helpers, mm. helps, helpers see needs and can meet them. Four, see a person and go, this is so you, and I'm going to make you feel very special. Yeah. Most every other style on the Enneagram doesn't think like that. So here's here's an angst for the four is I worked really hard to, to make every person feel special. Mm-hmm. I've worked really hard and made a special gift for every person. Yes, this and, is so and Addison. nobody did that for me. Yeah. And so... For the fours in your life, this is what I would say. If, if you love a four and they're very present to you, you have Addie, I have Kennedy, um, to really kind of study them a little bit mm-hmm. and think about what is super unique to them. Mm-hmm. You need to be a good listener. What are they interested in right now? What is something they're longing for? What, you know, I, I had one four say, just because I'm creative doesn't mean that I want a sketchbook <laughs> and a new watercolor set every holiday <laughs> like yeah. like 10 you know their their gifts under the tree look like 10 new sketchbooks 10 <laughs> you know so like think about yeah um think about something creative that's special or unique to them that is the, that's um, the greatest source of joy for addison when she opens a gift that's like and she'll say this you know me mm-hmm. that's like what mm-hmm. in her response is this is something that you knew that I would really love because you know me. Like your fours gift, probably not coming from Target. Yeah. Probably not coming from, and, and it could be more handmade. It mm-hmm. can be pieced, a few things pieced together that are super random. Yeah. Um, but what they don't want is a cookie cutter, mm-hmm. run of the mill. Yeah. They don't want a Starbucks card for the most part. I'll tell you that right now because they want a they want a coffee gift card from the local mom and pop shop in mm-hmm. your city kind mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah. just as fours do such a great effort, and and this is Kennedy. Like Kennedy's Christmas gifts to all of us will be like a couple years ago. She did a watercolor of a picture of me that we had taken on a vacation. She wow. took that picture and watercolored it. Wow. Um, she. She does things like that for her sister. She'll go, this is so Madison. Mm-hmm. This is so Ethan. This is so, you know. And so as they work super hard to make a, something unique and special for every person, every every other person on the planet doesn't need that. Like you don't, I, I mean, I like a gift that's for me, you know, but yeah. it's not as hard to work at that. But if you have a four in your life, put a little more thought mm-hmm. than just like, hey, I'm giving every person the same. Right whatever this year for them so that they know that they're special and unique to you. That's great. That's great. Let's talk about the five. My husband's primary style. Why don't you talk about the five? You're (laughs) you're the expert on the five. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Um, Well, we also have a really good friend who's who's a high five. And, Mm. but I did, I did check in with Adam and get some of his thoughts Mm -hmm. too, just about, you know, the holidays. Here's one funny thing that he said. (sighs) Here's what he loves about the holidays. He goes, it gives me immediate information for small talk. Because fives are usually exhausted by small talk. That's so funny. So when he finds when himself I share in what small I, talk situations, what everyone told me. he'll go, so what are you doing for the holidays? <laughs> he goes, January 2nd comes, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I have nothing to talk with anybody. Okay, here's what's so funny. When I did my survey around the office with all the fives, everyone was like, all of the meaningless talk <laughs> with family members that I see once a year yes. that don't know me. I don't know them. It's like, so, hey, and I would rather <laughs> just like, <laughs> crawl into a hole. And- this is such a real thing. And before yeah. we ever had the Enneagram, Adam and I fought about this every year because we had family traditions mm-hmm. that he wasn't used to. And I was like, we all share and go deep. He's like, I 
I'm not. I don't. <laughs> and I was like, do you not love me? And he was like, I just like, it, and, and now I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I should have excused him from the table because he just wanted to watch football. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wanted to do. So this has been, it's so good. It's so helpful. Here's the thing about fives. Fives, you're you're the observer. You take it all in. You, you process differently. You just do. Yeah. And, and it's probably better and more healthy than some of us in some ways. But, you know, you you are okay standing at the outskirts watching mm-hmm. all of the mayhem and chaos of a holiday and all of that to some degree. But what you're also going to bring to the holiday that's so, like, like you said, Adam Cooks, like he's going to bring his best because yes. he has studied, he's prepped, oh, yes. he's planned, he's done his research on whatever he's going to do and he's going to bring his best. Yes. How great is that? Like, oh what a gift to five. His, Our friend, Lori, mm-hmm. who's a five, too. That's how she is. Like, her Super Bowl meals are like, mm. right. Exactly. <laughs> so right. Not that she's and Adam and Lori would love to be in the kitchen cooking the whole time while everyone else is having the party, and they're just as happy, which is what Adam said, too. He said, you don't need to ask the five what's wrong if they're quiet in the chaos. Uh-huh. It's pro- there's probably nothing wrong other than you asking them what's wrong. <laughs> I think I told you this story once because Ethan has a lot of five in him mm-hmm. that I took him to Taylor Swift concert. Um, and he wanted to go, like the girls were going, all five of us were going, Matt and I and all three of the kids were going to do this Taylor Swift thing. And at the last minute, Matt couldn't go. Um, and so, but Ethan was still there and he was like stoic the whole concert. This is before Enneagram, before I had like, yeah. And, I'm like, what's wrong with you? You wanted to come. I'm like disciplining him at the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> and he's like, what? I love it. I'm having so much fun. I'm like, really? Tell, Tell your, your face. face. <laughs> you know. And I look back at that like he just, he was, it just looks yep. so different. <laughs> Recently, I'm like, you want to go to the Taylor Swift concert? He's like, nope. nope. Why would he? I told you like made him miserable the whole time. Like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um, but here's what I would say to fives is holidays are a time of coming together. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage those of you who have a lot of five in you that this is a time for you to go, okay, for the next six weeks, <laughs> I really need to amp up mm-hmm. because it is going to be all the people the gift that you're going to give everyone in your life is by being present, mm-hmm. by showing up, by giving of your actual time, mm-hmm. your energy, your attention, um, your know-how, and then also <laughs> actual gifts. Yeah. Because fives um, struggle can struggle with like being selfish and and hoarding in that way because they just keep things to themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not always a bad thing until it's you know goes too far. Right. But. Fives are always supposed to be in the pursuit of being generous. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is with money. And so we want to encourage those fives to go, you just need, and set a budget. Set a budget. I know this is how much we're going to spend um, for the family so that you feel good about it. Mm. But know that it is a time of generosity. And generosity is, the, there's just a special joy that God gives, I believe, when people are generous. Yeah. Now, I don't mean foolish, like giving money they don't have or things they don't have. But b- this is a time of that. So just all the fives right now, I want you to be like, okay, we're going to do this. Adam literally has be, no problem spending. Knowing I'm that like, January 2nd is yeah. coming yeah, when all the parties are going to be over yeah. for a while. All the family, awkward conversation. That's what every five said to me is like the awkwardness with family that I don't know or don't see in mm-hmm. those conversations um, are super hard for the five. Yeah. Um, 
Here's some things some fives had said to me is like how they could feel loved. And they said, when I disappear for 45 minutes on Christmas day, it's because I'm, I just need a minute. Yeah. Don't be like, what are you doing? What's wrong? Like you said, what's wrong? You know, like let them, let them come in and out mm-hmm. and ebb and flow in that way, mm-hmm. the way they want. If Adam wants to come sit down He's cooking. With, with everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when he, he escapes to do the dishes, don't be like, no, nah, leave that for later and come be with oh, us. I don't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, like they, sure. they're, they're, that's actually a way for them to recharge. Yeah. Let them, if they need to be like, Hey, I'm going to go sit on the porch for whatever, or yeah. walk around the block or let them mm-hmm. go do that and come back without. Yeah. Give them give, the gift of space. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is huge. And it's and their again, personal timeout. Yes. One of the things fives, unanimously said to me, which I thought was interesting, is how much they love tradition. Oh, yes. And I don't even know how to make sense of that just yet in my mind. I'll give you a little bit of insight into Adam's mind. Yeah, like how that ties into being an observer. But unanimously, every five that I asked said, traditions, holiday rhythms, and routines are actually what gives them the most joy at the holiday. So explain that to me. Well, the only thing that I can, the only thing that really made sense for me when I heard that is that fives are also... Um, I don't forget what you call it, but they, they're looking back. So Adam, so I think that's the mm-hmm. four, five, and the yeah. six or the, I don't remember. I just know it's a four nine. and a five. It's okay. a four, five, nine. Their, so their he, posture, their focus of their attention tends to be past yes. oriented. So he is, between guess, the two yeah, of us, he's the most nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, that he, makes sense. Yeah. He immediately starts talking about um, when we're going to do that thing that we always do mm-hmm. um, and, and, and truly loves it like truly like just revels in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a part of it, my observation is it's because something that they know. Mm-hmm. They know what that's like. It's a familiar experience. Yeah. And since competence and knowledge is so important to the five, mm-hmm. it's I know how that goes. I know how we do it. I know where that place is. I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen when we get there. It feels very safe to them. All right. I get that. I'm just here's, here's the thing out. too, to love your fives, the fives, the observers in your life. Here's a couple things. Um, look at your month. Look at the month of the holidays, whatever, Thanksgiving to New Year's and figure out what are the most important things to be at. Mm. Like we're not missing this and we're not missing this. Yep. And then give the observer, the fives in your life, some non-negotiables, but then some negotiables. Like, I'd like to go to this, but if you don't want to, that's okay. Because one of the angsts for yep. the for the fives is all the things, things. with all, all the people, the people. Yep. going on. So let your, your, the five in your life, the observer in your life, have some freedom in what they can show up to or not. Yep. Obviously it's like, yeah, missing Christmas morning with the kids is actually not That's on the not, table for no. you to miss. <laughs> but you don't have to go to Aunt Bessie's party and Aunt Sarah's party and Uncle right. Fred's party. Right. And, yeah. Yep. And just figure that out and say, and and fives, let your person say, you can go. You can totally go to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just ha- have the non-negotiables, but give them some freedom yeah. to not have to do all the things so that the things you pick they can be their best, their best self sat and really enjoy, and they're not already drained because yeah. you've dra- you've dragged them to ten things that aren't the most important, mm-hmm. and then they get to the most important thing, and, and they're, they're done. T- yes, they're totally done. We we had friends that um, the husband is definitely a high five, and so they made an agreement years ago that when they go to parties, they drive separately. 
because after an hour, an hour and a half, I've heard of this. He leaves. Yeah. Because he's done. But uh-huh. he was there and she's yep. fine. She's a high seven. So uh-huh. she wants to stay till the party really gets hopping. Yeah. And the party was hopping in his mind at 3 p.m. Because he had to go to it. So they just made this agreement years right. ago that when we go. That's such a great strategy. Is, and they're happily married mm-hmm. and it works. It, She's yeah. not mad that he doesn't stay. He's not mad that she doesn't want to go home. They've made that mm-hmm. They've made that place for each other, which I think is awesome. Oh, yeah. So cool. I love that. Okay. So what would you say? I have my thoughts on it, but I'm going to give you this, like the best gift to give the five in your life. Besides an out on all the events. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't, I, I really have a conversation now with Adam about things that he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically what it is for us is um, my okay or my agreement because he wants to actually research and mm-hmm. do all of the background information on the gift. Mm-hmm. Because if I buy the whatever, he needs it to be the best one mm-hmm. because it's got the best reviews. It's got all of those things. So for years I would just buy him like, yeah, it's good. It's good. I researched it. But he actually wants to research it. He actually That's part of the gift is yes. like doing the legwork. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So for us, it usually tends to be experiences where he gets to just relax. Like he loves a day at the winery. He mm-hmm. loves because that's a way. And then he's like learning too, like tasting yep. the wines, tasting yep. or, or, or whatever. Any the gift food. that you can give Adam's a five. A foodie that, oh, yeah. yeah like. But any gift that you can give them where they get to figure something out mm-hmm. or um, some sort of like. I've been thinking about a gift for my mom. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to make him listen to this podcast. <laughs> but it's something that would help him with like family history. Um, and it's not a, not even a puzzle, but something that he has to kind of like work on and figure out. Um, he loves those kinds of things. Yeah. So it's because it piques his curiosity and they're always curious, yeah. always curious about things that they can learn. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about best. you. Just kidding. <laughs> We're not to the eight yet. The six, the loyalist. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let's start here. Let me tell you what you don't give a loyalist ever or make them do. Yes. An escape room. <laughs> okay. We have some friends. My husband thinks that's the funnest thing ever because he feels like he won if he gets out. Me, yeah. I'm like, oh, we're trapped. <laughs> I hated it. I ended up just like not even participating and just like socializing because I <laughs> or a slide on your friend's birthday when you think you're gonna slide fifty four stories down. You and- <laughs> guys, side note for Melody's birthday, I thought we were going to this like wine safari thing. <laughs> Halfway on the drive, I find out we're going to this sky tops clear slide. In I LA. look online, and the slide looks like it starts at the roof of the tallest building in LA and goes to the ground. <laughs> you are I'm not okay. Anxiety attack. <laughs> When we get there, the slide's literally like... Some you see at Chick-fil-A. And it's like a kitty slide. I took 10 years off my life on that drive there. And that's a story of a six. But you don't do that. You don't send them on some kind of adventure no, that know. might not be mm-hmm. safe. Yeah. So no. Nothing daredevil. Mm-mm. Nothing. We're not going skydiving the next nope. day. Never get me that. Nope. No. Nothing. None of that. <laughs> So six is the loyalist. We are, um, what we bring to the world is we we can see what might go wrong, which when we're healthy is so good mm-hmm. because we can figure out on the front end how to mm. make things go right. Yeah. When we're not healthy, we're just, we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not healthy in the holidays, it's, you're all going to die. <laughs> I've heard um, about some of those brown conversations. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but... 
you know, the holidays do, sixes are the most anxious of all the styles. So the mm-hmm. holidays do bring a lot of anxiety in, in a, a variety of different ways. Fear of being invited. Mm. That's from, that's us pulling in some of that five. Yep. On our one wing and then fear of missing out or not being invited on the other. Do we matter? Do we not matter? Am I doing this? Like, am I getting the right people? Did I forget anybody? Like mm. all day long, the holidays for sixes can be thinking of what could go wrong, what they're doing wrong, what they're not doing right. So um, that is part of it. And then you throw in all the people. Yeah. Who like you're getting together with people who aren't safe to you. Mm. Um, like all the strangers that, you know, like some of them have talked about the extended family, like the five with the extended family for the conversation. It's not the conversation that matters to the six. It's I don't know you. Yeah. And that doesn't feel normal to like, and be, you can't background check everybody at your yeah, house. Yeah, like ha- having this super intimate holiday kind of a deal with people I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like I can be me or be safe. So um, that's kind of how that can play with the six. Um, how do they, so how do you, how do you function your best in the middle of all the angstiness that goes with the holidays? Um, <laughs> I'm asking you the questions. Oh, shoot. Uh, I think for me, one of the things that does create such stability um, is that I need to have the plan. Mm. I need to know the plan. Mm. And I need to be involved in making the plan. Yeah. That way it feels safe to me. Like, okay, it's not going to be chaos. It's not going to be everybody there um, that I don't know. Or knowing who's going to be there. Yes. Ahead yes. of time so I can prepare and figure out how I feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way for the six. Um, Do you have, yeah. so when so gifts, like if someone's going to give you a gift or someone's going to give the six a gift, how, how does that, how does that work? Do you like to receive gifts? Do you just like to be the gift giver because you've planned it or like what works? What do you prefer? I like to get it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that has to do with Enneagram or not, but I personally, like if I get a gift, I want it to be something that's me. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I do like a, a gift, but again, I want it to be something that I'm into. I don't want it to be an experience. Like, like fives <laughs> like the experience. Six is like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, don't make me do something I'm scared of. Yeah. And we don't know what that is for all of the sixes in there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No escape room, but I do like a, a wrapped gift. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm going to figure out. Is it something with, and I'm curious about this. Is it something when someone gives you a gift that they've wrapped and thought of that for the six may evoke feelings of, of safety and love? Mm-hmm. Like this is well, something. Well, you know what? I hadn't thought of that actually. What's funny is when I was compiling all this information, I had the hardest time with the six. Hmm. I pulled in Kelly, who's kind of my partner on staff on this. And I'm like, Kelly, tell me about the six. She's like, Tam, you're the six. I'm like, I don't know why I couldn't think for myself on this one mm. of, of how I am. So I think that's a little place I want to explore this holiday season. Yeah. Is that. But um, I think that it does feel what it, what a gift can do, and especially a personal gift. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming up with this right now in this <laughs> moment. I'm having an epiphany right now. You know what I think it does for me when it is personal is it makes me know we're safe and you know me. Yeah. Yep. We're, you remembered me, mm-hmm. which makes me feel secure in the relationship. Yeah. And you know me. Yeah. So I think for the sixes in your life, 
that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I am a words person. I don't know if all sixes are, but what words are to me is they cement the safety and security of our relationship of like, yeah. you matter so much to me. Here's what I love about you. Mm. Here's what I love about our friendship. The words matter to me mm-hmm. a lot. Like I always ask my my kids to write me notes. That's my gift I want for them is an, a handwritten note. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a good way. That, yeah. I mean, I think that's how a gift relates for the six yeah. is, is, um, because it reminds them that we're good. Mm-hmm. Our relationship is secure. Mm. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's awesome. Cause Adam is a five wing six. So I'm trying to make mental notes of when to, when I see something or when I experience something, I'm trying to continually affirm to him. Uh-huh. That meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I love you. Thank you mm-hmm. for doing that. Because again, that's, he's giving the gift of himself to me and it's, it's a loyalty. It's a safety thing. It's a, Kind of like it, we're we're getting rid of the fear that something's wrong or we're not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm affirming to you how okay we are. Yeah. So yeah, the thing about the six in your life too is it a good, it's a good time to remind them. But here's what I want to say to other sixes like me: I've already like gone through in my mind everything that can go wrong this holiday season. Hmm. These people being together, this conversation coming up. Yeah. <laughs> politics at dinner (laughs) i've already played out everything that can go wrong and here's how that's damaging for a six is i'm already angsty about the holidays and they haven't even started Mm. i'm already not looking forward to them Mm. and so for sixes i think what's so important for us is to think about all the things that go right my girls are coming home the the root like the um not routines we just talked traditions. about traditions yep. <laughs> that we have to do the conversations. I mean, it, you know, having little kids is so fun. It's such a special, special season, but having young adult kids at the holidays mm. is actually really fun too. I'm enjoying it so much more than I knew that I would. Cause we yeah. don't know what you don't know. Right. But, um, so I want to encourage the sixes out there to think of everything that could be going right. Mm. And then to think about like Matt and I've already thought about, okay, this could go wrong if it looks like this. So let's fr- on the front end go, okay, the time is from here to here. Yeah. And then the people are from here to here. And this is something we just do with the five of us. Or also to make sure that um, for a six, for me, that I am spending time with the people that are the safest to me. Mm-hmm. So we're already working on, okay, what holiday event are we going to put together with those people yeah. so that I feel connected and charged? Yeah. That's you know? great. So I think that's a good thing too, yeah. to make sure that you are weaving in those, the people that and are And the fact safest. that Matt's partnering in that with you because he knows what, how that affects you, I think is great for mm-hmm. people who are married to or in relationships mm-hmm. with sixes is like step into those fearful places with them mm-hmm. and say, hey, you don't have to be afraid. We'll yeah. work this out so that you feel safe. I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's party time for the seven. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do anything like... We did that st- a staff day on the Enneagram for our staff um, when Matt and I did the message about all the types for the dating and marriage one. Whenever it comes to seven, like they sevens applaud for themselves. Woo, it's like the most fun thing. It's the most but wonderful it's time of the year. <laughs> Matt and I taught about this at a conference. Sevens applauded for themselves. It's like anywhere you go, the seven's like, here we are. Yeah. We're in the house. Everyone else is like, ah. Derek, you're having a party? I'm yeah. coming. <laughs> right? You're thinking about throwing a party? I'm coming. So, so obviously 
Seven's love. The enthusiasts out there. Yeah. Yep. It's a a good party, a good time. Um, I love going to events where there are sevens, especially. I, I planned yeah. a couple sevens. Like, I mean, seven is my, my third friend highest, too. My like a plant at any party yeah. I have because I know it's going to be a good time for be people because he's there. Yes. <laughs> and I love a good time, too. Um, but but there's also probably some triggers and some struggles with the holidays that seven should be aware of. Sevens were really interesting when I got into looking at this and seeing how they approach holidays. And um, what I didn't anticipate hearing from sevens from the enthusiasts, you're thinking holidays like they're, it's like their time of the year. Yeah. You know, it's all the party, all the celebration, all the overindulgence, all, all the everything. So sevens are the enthusiasts. They're the ones that bring joy. They see the silver lining. They're the good time. They they see the upside. The, the glass is always half full for them. Um, but what was funny I wasn't prepared to hear from them their thoughts on holidays. And here's some of the interesting things that some sevens had said to me was they can have a, a, a sorrow mm. in the holidays because they know they're going to be over yeah. before they're over. So they kind of miss some of the fun because they're like, I know this is going to end. Yep. All the fun's going to end. Um, the overindulging, the over-celebrating can make them crash because it's so condensed. Yeah, They're like, they love it. But also, like, they crash yeah, because it's so much, um, the too much indulging. Here's what sevens need to be careful. Over-partying, over-committing, over-spending, over-drinking, over-eating, over-everything. Everything too muching over the holidays for a seven because that's going to be your bend in life anyway. Yeah. You throw in all the extras. Mm-hmm. Um I've heard what I heard some feedback from seven was the FOMO. Like sevens already have a fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. You throw the holidays in where there's typically or potentially a party every single night. Yeah. They're overwhelmed on how much missing out could actually happen. Wow. <laughs> like I was like, this is an interesting yeah. other side to that coin mm. when you throw all of the celebrating in. So with sevens, we want you to be mindful of the overindulging in all of the ways, including celebrating. Yeah. Like you can't say yes. I mean, you probably will, <laughs> but I want to encourage you, don't say yes to every single thing that you could be a part of so yeah. that you're your best self and saying yes to the most important ones. And also, if you say yes to every single thing, you're going to be your well, your worst self with the people that matter most yeah. to you. Yeah. You're, that's when you're going to have the next day, I'm exhausted. The next day, I'm tired. The next, I have no energy. So make sure that you are pacing yourself mm-hmm. during the holidays so that you can be your best self for the people that matter the most. Work on, be mindful to not go overboard with all of the things and then burn out fast. Yeah. That's what all the seven said to me is I can burn out before Christmas is even here mm-hmm. from yeah. all the things. Totally. Um, it's, it's a good reminder that, you know, activity should never be our identity, especially for the, for the sevens. Mm-hmm. Like I'm somebody because I'm going to all these things and I'm doing all these things. And it's like, well, no, that's not, we don't want to find our identity in inactivity. We want to be present with people. You know, what's interesting too about a seven was this. So we talked about like with the five and the six and the four, like the unique gift, the gift that they can help research, the sit for the six, the gift that secu- like reminds them that your relationship is secure. But for the seven, one of the angst that sevens actually said to me was they want to give a ton of gifts 
because they want to recreate the magic of Christmas morning from childhood for people. Mm. So it's like, you remember Christmas morning when you were a kid is like, yeah. all it seemed like, you know, a bazillion things. And right. so they're not necessarily concerned with every gift being like this meaningful. They want to give you 50 gifts. Yeah. So it's fun and yeah, funny. They want to be the most fun gift giver to keep it going, to keep the opening going, to keep the, but it really can be a drain. But the angst is making it more and bigger for everybody else as well. I thought that was kind of an interesting That is interesting. Um, deal. So, and then sevens, you don't like to be controlled. You, th- this is where we start bleeding into that with the eight. Sevens don't want to feel boxed in or controlled. They want to keep their options open, right? Yeah, so like you the, might have a party, but she might have a better one. Yeah, yeah. for the sevens, the yes is always a maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Maybe. Until something better comes yeah. along. <laughs> Unless something comes. Sevens tend to be loyal to whatever's most fun if they're not careful yeah instead instead of to whoever matters most so that's one of the things you have to navigate is like there's going to be so many options this holiday season what are the ones that mean most to you decide that on the front end or you're going to get swept up yeah you're going to get swept up you're going to get to the holiday season and you're going to have a holiday hangover yeah maybe literally (laughs) maybe not but you're going to want to make sure you're not overspending because it's going to get away from you without even your knowing. You're like, but we want this and we want this. And this is so the newest, fun. best, whatever to create all the things. So how to how to love them well. How to love sevens well. Sevens said this to me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm too scared to have fun. So I have no seven in me. So I had to ask. But one of the things, because they don't like being controlled, to love the sevens in your life well is don't control mm. the season for them entirely. Mm-hmm. You don't want to tell a seven, here's what you are doing. This, 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 this. Don't control what it looks like for them. Yeah. Let them relive the most important things from their childhood. Check in with that. Like, what do you want? Ask them what they want it to look like, what they want to go to. Um, seven's probably like any gift you gave them. Yeah. Uh, and That's probably cool. don't get them one expensive gift. <laughs> get them like 10. <laughs> get them like 10 sort of, you know, spend Funny. the same amount. Yeah. And make them fun. Sevens probably want the experience gift mm-hmm. that the sixes didn't want in your life. So get them like, that's good. You are going skydiving. <laughs> you are going to an escape room. You are. <laughs> yeah. That's but, awesome. Um, and then sevens also said nostalgia is very important to them. Mm-hmm. That reliving the fun and magic yeah. of the holidays from their childhood. Yeah. I told. So if I you're married to a that. seven, you're going to want to help bring, bring that in. You're going to want to find out what those things were. Yeah. And try to recreate that big special yep. deal. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Here you go. Your favorite. <laughs> Let's talk about me. I mean, the eights <laughs> and the challenger. Yeah. Um, we had an interesting conversation about this yesterday. And you're like, <laughs> Melody, tell me what makes you angsty on holidays. I'll tell you the dumb people in line, the dumb people working <laughs> at the store, <laughs> the dumb people driving through the Christmas traffic. No. Um, tell me what you think about Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go anywhere. I don't. I don't go anywhere. I just sit. I sit on the couch and order from Amazon. Wow. Um, yeah, so the funny thing that when when I started to think about this, when we ta- talk, ta- started talking about it, is um, I am an eight wing seven. I want to control the atmosphere. I want to control so that I can have fun, which mm-hmm. usually means relaxing. It's not like so I can go to an escape room. Yeah. Um, and so I tend to put that on on everybody. Like mm-hmm. I'm controlling the environment it's right very now. Self aware. Yes, so that I can get to. <laughs> The fun part of the day for me, of course, I love watching my kids open their gifts and all that stuff. But you I eventually do have a get very to, controlled Christmas day. After oh. you told us your tradition, I was like, 
She does control her business. <laughs> um, because then I want to get to how we relax. And I want I want to relax. I want to enjoy the day. Yeah. And and so I have to really work on not trying to control every piece of it to get to the fun, to the relaxing, to the movie, to the whatever, and like kind of let things be. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge for the challenger. Yeah. Challengers, that is one of your best qualities that you bring to humanity is you're our protectors. Mm-hmm. You're the let's get it done. When you see a problem, you're not you're not your go-to is not to get all caught up in emotion over it or you're just like how are we solving this what needs to get done how are we going to do this right um if you're not careful you could bring a little bit of like being robotic into the holiday like here's what we're doing here's what this looks like you're in charge yep um Maybe you do that a little bit in your day that you talk about, but I actually really like the way you, you do. <laughs> if you know Melody in real life, you can ask her how she does her holiday. <laughs> I actually think it's a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, but we won't get into all that right now. But um, one of the things challengers need to be mindful of during the holidays, remember we opened up with any challenger that I asked also started with family. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Because when family comes together, everyone has their own ideas, their own opinions, their own right. way to do things. And so, oh my gosh, we had a situation like this a couple of years ago where some extended family came super, super liberal left on one side, super, super like conservative, conservative on the other side. Yeah. And they brought up politics. Matt and I wanted to crawl under the table and then crawl out the door to our car and drive yeah. away. Um. Both had a lot of challenger in them. Mm-hmm. It's just polarizing where they stand on it. And so here's the thing, challengers, I want you to remember during the holidays. you This doesn't need to be your time to win the argument. Nope. It doesn't need the, to be the time to convince, you know, Grandpa Joe about yeah. whatever political candidate. You're going to want to. It's everything in you to bring your argument and why it's the right one yep. to the table. Here's what I want you to remember, challengers, this one thing this holiday season. You can be right and still be very, very wrong. Yeah. And that's what it looks like when you destroy holidays by having to win your political arguments yeah. at the Thanksgiving table. You're going to laugh when I tell you this. Tree. <laughs> here's, here's a way that I have maneuvered through this for, for a few years. Um, I get that, like you said, it's everything within you not to. Yeah. Because it's right there. So the way that you can you actually get that out self-control. is watch something competitive, like watch a football game or a basketball game, like cheer for somebody. Play it's like, a board game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that can still, you're still beating someone in the room. But if you're just cheering for someone on the, you know, or watch a movie like Gladiator or Patriot or someone wins oh, and it's a way to idea. like, it's a way to mm-hmm. kind of like get, get it out mm-hmm. without taking it out on dumb grandpa joe if he thought the way you did he'd just Mm -hmm. be a better person in general you know that's how we're thinking yeah yeah so it's just a way to like get that angst out is to channel in a different direction and especially for those of us that say we're christians like this this goes for every single style so i'm not picking on the eights here but you got to think about what the most important win is yeah and it's not to convince someone to be for or against donald trump it's not to to have to win that, it's to represent the reason we're celebrating these holidays right. is because of our Savior being born, who's changed our life mm-hmm. for now and all eternity. Yep. So, like, what it be challenged yourself mm-hmm. to remember 
the win, the most important win. Right. And so the self-control that it's going to take for you guys is greater than some of the others. Yeah. Um, but don't forget that. Yeah. Um, I love your tip is so great about how to navigate it. Yeah. Um, and it's also good to remember, this is what's helped me, is that the eight is always trying to conquer something. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to conquer a situation or a person. And so what's helped me, because again, I have my own family and then I married my husband. So then his family became my family is people aren't meant to be conquered. They're meant to be loved. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to conquer a person, get them to agree with me, get them to think the way that I think, get them to do what I want them to do. I can learn to love them for who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, That's that's been a game changer for me. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. The thing that I want to encourage eights to do too is because you are going to go into situations just the way that you're created, which is has all the perks in the world. I mean, you guys lead in incredible ways um, and you get things done and you advocate and you do so many things well. Your natural bent is not going to remember to think of other people in that way. And so it's super important for you to ask the people in your life about what they want the holidays to look like and not just decide for everybody. Yes. I don't know if you struggle with that or not, but eights in general are need to, you need to ask your spouse. Our ideas are just better. You need to be asking (laughs) and not just telling. You're right. Here's how it's going to be about the holidays. Here's what we're doing. Here's what it's looked like. Here's what we're going. Here's, you know, and and to make sure you're not bullying Mm -hmm. in that way um, during the holidays. Remember that the the people in your life have their own style, their own mm-hmm. bend, wants, however that needs to look for them. And so just to remember that, yep. um, that some angst, the angstiness that eights mentioned to me is, it is having to release control to your mom, your dad, your spouse's side of the family of, of all their traditions and right. ways of doing stuff. So releasing control to the greater picture of the holiday is brings an angst on mm-hmm. as the holidays approach for eights. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes, except yeah. that I, I've gotten to a place now and just because I've I've lived, you know, a good, a good amount of time where I'm just kind of like, yeah, who cares? Like it just, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it's probably because I'm an eight wing seven. I'm yeah. just being like, that'll be fun. It'll be fun because we'll be together. My kids will have fun. Um, I really like to kind of let go of the pressure, but I probably exert it in other ways. Mm. So one of the things eight said made them angsty was eights by nature tend to be oppositional. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me. Right. <laughs> don't. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so obligatory. Yeah. Against uh, yeah. events. Um, eights tend to be against. So make sure you're not being against. Yeah. To just be against. Yeah. <laughs> No. Like think of um, how to, how would you say, I'll, I'll let you answer this. How would you say to love the eights in your life? What can we do to love those eights in our lives during the holiday season? Well, for one, if they've, if they've thought through a, a good plan, a good idea um, to support them in that, like mm-hmm. this probably does make sense to go here at this time. And this probably will be fun, you know, mm-hmm. or, or just kind of go, yeah, like let them, you know, hey, this is going to be your day. This is going to be your thing. You plan it out and just let us know and, and we'll come along with it. Um, usually, for me anyway, that's a way of someone showing me, you know, mainly Adam, he has confidence in, in my leadership. He has confidence in my ability to put that day or that event or that thing together. Mm-hmm. So that's loving to me. Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, yeah, she's thought this through. Like, this is what we're going to go do. Um, I think it's also 
eights don't want to have to feel like they're in charge all the time. They don't want other people to be stupid. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, actually. Um, So sometimes it's nice to just kind of give them a break. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? That's what people, when I asked them, said is that eights don't make the holidays a giant to-do list for them. Mm -hmm. But also don't make them have to be in charge of how everything looks yes. because it, it, they're doing that all the time throughout the year. Let that be a place where yes. they can just go with the flow because they can also. Yes. It's <laughs> why I don't agree with Thanksgiving. The flow. It's why I don't. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm always like in charge, making a decision, making mm-hmm. a plan, da, 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 and at work, at home, whatever. And so I love that we're able to go to another mm-hmm. family member's house for Thanksgiving. And yeah. It's their thing. And I'm like, it's I'm totally go with so it. So you don't have to be in control. And and the holidays, what what a lot of eights feedback was that it actually is a nice place for them to catch their breath and yes. not have to be saving the world. Yes. Not have to be in charge. Not 100%. have to be playing. And so give them space. Don't be like like you're saying, I made mean, to go, hey Mel, can you host also? It's like yeah. it starts to feel like work. Mm-hmm. When that's your work of your whole life tends to be in that way. Yep. Um, so for those of us out there to not, to love the eights in our life, don't make the holidays a, your giant to-do list for them. Yes. Let them relax. Like you've mentioned relaxing a lot. And I think that's what it is for you. It's like when you're off, you want to relax. Yes. You want to take off the cape. Yes. <laughs> you know, like the superhero, the yeah. protecting, the planning, the doing, the running, the being the charge mm-hmm. all the time. And and enjoy that season one of the best things that ever happened on a holiday break i think it was last year was um i just because you have to remember for eights it's a conscious decision to rest it's a Mm -hmm. conscious decision to relax it actually takes work for us to rest Mm -hmm. because it's hard but there was a day over the break last year where i was just i was exhausted i was fatigued and i just said today's going to be a day of rest and i had to like force myself into that to even do it. Mm-hmm. And at some point during the day, I didn't even know what time it was. And for me, that feels off-putting. It feels weird. Because your days are literally like my, to the minute. <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh my gosh. And for first, I felt like I didn't have control, which made me feel like angsty. But then I was like, no, I'm relaxing. I'm relaxing. Mm-hmm. And so that for an eight, there's, a, there's like a freedom, but just know that we have to work really hard to get there. Mm-hmm. So the more hands-off you are with, yeah, let's just chill. We don't have to do anything and mm-hmm. everything's good. And you're not feeling the weight and the pressure of, because eight, the guilt thing is real. So if you feel like your kids aren't having fun, you feel guilty. So mm-hmm. you got to go make up a plan and be in charge of everybody's fun. Yeah. So yeah. when they release you from that, like it's a, I'm, I'm released from not having to plan your fun. Mm-hmm. I'm released from not having to make you feel like this is the best time of your life. I just get to be mm-hmm. is a huge win. And man, eights feel loved in that. I just thought of something for six. Can we backtrack for one backtrack. second? Yeah. I know we're already super long. If you feel like it's too long, you've already turned us off. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you've already shut this podcast down. Um, one of the things I think for a six, a way to love a six is encourage them to have fun. Yeah. It's you, how you were saying it's work to shut off. Mm-hmm. For sixes, it's work to relax and, and have fun mm. because we're always anxious. Yeah. And so to figure out ways to encourage the sixes in your life to to have fun and enjoy because yeah. we'll stress about the holidays. Stress because we just stress about everything. Yeah. So we stress about everything of the holidays. So what is fun? Like, like encourage them to have fun. Like sit down, stop doing the dishes, stop whatever. Mm-hmm. Come sit down and have fun with us. Like mm-hmm. for the five, let them go do that. For the six, stop them from doing that. Yeah. Or the ones in your life too are like, but but the kitchen has to look perfect even though everyone's still here. Like pull them out from the doing yeah. to the being. Yeah. 
And for the fives, let them go do to pull them out of the bay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nines, the peacemakers. We made it. This is peace, peace on earth, peace Christmas on earth. Your season. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. We're done. <laughs> so for the peacemakers out there, the the gift that you bring to humanity is being able to see multiple perspe- perspectives, multiple sides to things, mm. um, and see the right and the good mm. in multiple ways. Where some of us sixes and eights, there's like a black. And, and a white. white, a right and a wrong, a yep. good and a bad, you know, for the one, the six. Because like, we have no nine between us. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a negative <laughs> nine between us. But um, peacemakers, that is what you bring to the world. Um, and one of the best things about, I mean, the whole, <laughs> the whole reason for the Christmas season anyway is peace came to earth. Yeah. Like God came um, through Jesus. It's when he was born. Um, he brought this dynamic mm-hmm. to earth and mm-hmm. to humanity. And that's something that's lived out in the way God's designed you, which is such a cool thing. Yep. Um, one of the ways that you keep the peace, however, is to go along to get along. That is that you handle that peacemakers out there, nines out there better than any other style. <laughs> um, here's how that can be to your detriment though in life, but especially at the holidays is that you'll feel missed and unseen. Yeah. Making sure everyone else gets to do it their way, plan their tradition, go to the parties they like, people they want, gifts, experiences, whatever, that the holidays will come and go and you will feel completely missed. Mm. And so I want to encourage you guys to um, a couple things. One is that the holidays... Give yourself permission to relax and making sure everybody else is okay. They're not okay. All the family's coming over. Uncle Joe and Aunt Sarah (laughs) haven't got along since middle school, and now they're in their 70s. You're probably not going to bring, like, bridge that gap. Release yourself to Mm. let people be different and not have to solve every kind of angst in your family. That's good. In friendships. Like, it's probably, (laughs) if it hadn't happened by now, it's probably not happening. And you can be... You can be at peace with all the people, mm-hmm. but don't take it on for you to have to create peace. Yeah, they don't have to fix it. It's that, fix it, Jesus. If that, if that was going to happen, when I when I surveyed over 50 people, the first thing they said about their angst about holidays wouldn't have been family. Right, right. <laughs> like, this is something that's going to exist before you were born and be here long after you die. <laughs> yep. You're not si- solving the, un- the, the family not being at peace. If you try to do that, you're going to, have a miserable holiday season. You're going to be upset, angsty, feel lost, feel missed. Release yourself of having to make peace between every other person. Have it be enough that you're at peace yeah. with people yep. the holiday season. Be declarative mm-hmm. of what you do want. Mm-hmm. And you're the one to say, you know what I want for Christmas? This, not like whatever you get me. And then you're like, you feel like you, everyone else got a gift but you. Yeah. You know, not to be materialistic, but that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Declare what you want. And People, declare it before you get resentful. I have a friend who's a oh, high yeah. nine. Yeah. And she doesn't declare. She doesn't declare. She does. And then when she does, everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> because yeah. because her declared was like a, a like a rocket. <laughs> because, yeah. because she was suppressing. So like, don't wait until you're super mad about not being declarative to well, choose to be. Well, that's why a lot of nines go, well, how is anger the like the underlying emotion for the nine? Because for the eight, nine, one, and it's it's repressed anger. Yeah. It's pushed down anger. It's oh, anger you don't even realize until it's coming out at others. <laughs> and they're like, you're like, what? And everyone was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> that's wow. not your yeah, real thing. Yeah. So I want, I want to remind the nines out there to not disappear 
in mm. the holidays because the angst is going to come on strong with everybody getting together. Nine said this when I asked them, what's your, like, what's your angst and what's your best part of the holidays? It was the same answer, people coming together. Mm. The angst is people coming together that aren't at peace. But the best was people coming together because they love yeah all the people. And so um, don't disappear. Even if angst and conflict exists, because it's going to, because it's different people with different styles, different amounts of health or brokenness or whatever, but just enjoy the season for being what it is and try to have the peace be within you. And don't you're disappear saying. into the wine cabinet because <laughs> you can't deal with the conflict. <laughs> We're just looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it as being your job to make everyone okay, which I kind of already said mm. that, but um, to the nines in your life, this is how you can love them during the holiday season is you can put your, I was almost going to say a naughty word. Um, <laughs> I love when you do gripe, that. We'll say griping. Okay. Oh, Don't go gripe to them about the family members of the house. Because mm-hmm. what that does in them is it stirs up how, how, how can they fix it. Yeah. So don't, don't go griping about every other person in the house and the problems going on. Like, let them be at peace. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't have them be the person that you're just venting to about everybody else, about everything going wrong. What that does is what you see with the nine is you see the tip of the iceberg, but underneath the surface, that's just creating yes. such chaos for them. It's not fair. A way for you to love them is minimize your criticisms of the vent, the holiday, the people, minimize all that. Yeah. Um, and then ask them, what do you want? What's your favorite part? Mm-hmm. A- pull them out of themselves. Mm. Give them permission and a space to be declarative. Because if you don't, they won't. Yeah. That's a way to love them. Yeah. So that's I was just gonna say, ask them what they want. Mm-hmm. Ask them where do you want to go? What what do you want to do? With with my friend who's a high nine, sometimes she doesn't have an answer right away. Because mm-hmm. she spent no time thinking mm-hmm. about herself and like what she wants to do. Right. So I'll say, think about it and then let me know. And then she'll go, oh, okay. Like she almost is like, it's awkward. But it, man, we end up having such a good time because she really loved it. She didn't mm-hmm. just go along yeah. because it was something I wanted yeah. to do. She chose it. Well, and that's one of the things um, that I say with nines in general is nines, you need to grow and be in declarative. But people who have nines in their life, what you need to do is you need to become an expert on the peacemaker in your life. When they do declare something, mm. you need to remember it. You need to tuck that away. That's good. So if a nine in your life one time said, you know what I really love doing? This, this, or this. Six months later, now it's Christmas. You pull that out mm. and you are declarative on their behalf. Like, you know what? No, you you said last year you loved going to see these lights. We're going. Yeah. Then they don't feel the angst of having to go, you know what I really want to do, right. but it's okay if you don't. You're yeah. like, nope, it's happening. Yeah. Because you want to do it and you matter to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the best ways to love your nines during the holiday season is to remember the parts of the holiday that is most important to them and make sure that those things are weaved in yeah. to the season. Yeah. So good. So good. We hope this has been helpful because you're either, well, you are mm-hmm. one of these types. You're you, with you someone have influence of, of a, a couple of them. them. Yeah. yeah. But you also have probably people in your life that you're thinking, I'm going to have them listen to this podcast where they come <laughs> over for Thanksgiving. And that's fine, actually. Yeah. And we actually say, you Post know what? it, rate it. That's a good Ask them to share, actually. <laughs> in fact, if you want to listen to us at your Thanksgiving table, we're not going to fight you. No, okay? it's fine. So, and I heard a lot of people are doing that. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. You hear Melody and say, when we know better, we do better. Mm-hmm. This helps us know ourselves better. 
and others better. Yeah. Like let's in let what we want from this podcast is for you to be like, you know what? I need to remember this about me going into the holiday season right. so I don't ruin it for me and everyone around me. Yeah. But also to go, not everyone's like me. And mm-hmm. I want to remember the ones I love the most going into the holiday season. Yeah. And remember what's important to them so that so that we are healthier relationally. Yes. Yes. And we also want to remind you guys that we have something so incredible coming up on Friday, December the 6th, in the middle of all the crazy. You, this is going to be this is gonna really be good. So special, so beautiful, so fun, so meaningful. Um, it's the Cultivate Christmas and Marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at we Hunter Park. We have such incredible vendors coming out this year. We've just been finalizing all the vendors in the last few days, and it's going to be incredible. The Marketplace is going to be amazing. The gathering is going to be amazing. This is a place where you're going to want to get the gifts for those fours in your life because <laughs> it's all unique. Yeah. It's like stuff you're not finding at Target or yeah. any. I just say Target because that's the universal, but this, it's unique handmade local artisans. Every one of the vendors um, is committed to giving back to women and organizations that support women. So this is put on by women for women to help women. Um, It's just everything we're about at Cultivate at Sandals Church. So that's that's one of the the best parts of it and why we want you to come out to support this type of thing. And it's also, in addition to that, it's not only to come and shop, which there'll be some incredible things to shop for, but it's a great thing to bring your friends to who are either in church or out of church because the gathering is going to be um, meaningful. They're going to hear a great message. They're going to experience great worship, but it's not going to be weird. They're going to um, see what exceptional kindness among yes. women can look like. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's the end thing. I mean, the message of Christmas is a message of kindness. It was God's kindness to the world and sending his son. Mm-hmm. So we get this night to really celebrate that, model that. Um, and be about that. So please make sure it's on your calendar. Follow us at Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook. There's going to be so many different things in the next month. Yes. About the event that you can win or earn or or like help make the night. Yes. Kind of a And it's free. A, a We're not charging experience. you to come. Yeah. But we want you to come. We want you to bring as many friends as you can because um, we're planning just an incredible, incredible night. So again, make sure it's on your calendar. Make sure you share it with all of your friends. Um, and we will be there. We'll be super excited to see you mm-hmm. there too. So, all right. Well, we hope that today makes your holiday season more wonderful-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you guys. We hope this helped. Bye. Yes, bye. Bye.